Welcome back once again. This week we got some Ultravi Malchecks and in and out That's right, we're talking about Clockwork Orange. I'm Kenny May. And I'm Alex Rieger. And we're all blocked up. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of All Blocked Up, the second one in our series on Stanley Kubrick's films. This week, we are talking about Clockwork Orange, probably my personal favorite of the three that we're talking about this Mm -hmm. month. Overall, uh, initial impressions, what were your thoughts on the film? It's definitely Kubrick's most entertaining movie, I believe. It definitely holds your attention, the whole movie. Um, some of his other movies get a little slow, like The Shining and definitely 2001, which we'll be talking about next uh, next podcast. But uh, I do believe it's definitely the most entertaining. I'll definitely agree with you there. See, my biggest thing with Clockwork and why it speaks to me so much is unlike The Shining in 2001, it brings home so many points Mm. or lessons over the course of the film so it has that greater meaning it has that thing that's going to stick with you Mm. that you're still going to be thinking about a week later after seeing the film 2001 and it was breathtaking at the time (laughs) we'll get into that next week Mm. so the probably the most poignant point it makes is the irony of government mm-hmm. and government governmental ch- attempts at calming the populace down. Mm. They try it. Doesn't really And it work. makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> because there's that whole balance that everyone talks about when they're discussing politics mm. of safety mm. versus freedom. Mm. Because there is no such thing as absolute freedom. Only, I forget who said it, but there was a quote that says, only a lunatic would want to be absolutely free. That's anarchy. Absolutely. You have to, it's all about finding that balance of what you're willing to give up to be safe. Mm. And that includes some privacy and gets into a whole other debate. This is not a political podcast. Mm -hmm. But the movie, very political. Yes. And the other thing that I loved about this movie was how they handled not just the governmental side of it, Mm. but really what happens when you put someone into a healthcare facility. Yes. Especially mental health. Mm. Used to be the suggested course of action was if you had a friend who was suicidal and about to kill themselves, you call the cops. Mm. You send trained medical professionals over there. They'll get them submitted to rehab. But what happens a couple years later? They're stuck with a bill. Yep. That's why nowadays more people are suggesting that if you have a friend that's suicidal and about to kill themselves, you go over there and stop them. Yeah. You try and convince them to check into a rehab facility because you already have someone who's got nothing and you're going to stick them with a bill. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to end well. It's ridiculous. It's going to be a loop. Exactly. And that's what this movie tries to bring home, in my opinion, mm. is that continual loop mm. of – like at the end he's cured yeah he's back to normal mm. he's back to where he was the internal workings that they had done which also that was playing on a big i would have to say conspiracy during the 70s and 80s not just the whole operant conditioning because that's Mm. been proven that's psychological yeah but the specifically they deal with like the films and the Mm. connotations 
during the 70s, 80s, there was the whole big hype about subliminal messaging. Yeah. Like movies getting spliced in with pictures saying, why not get a nice Coca-Cola? Yeah. Try to make you thirsty. Mm-hmm. And it's since been proven that that's yeah. it's crap. It's conspiracy it work. theory, yeah. While they might have, well, it wouldn't have surprised me if they tried it. Oh, I'm sure they tried. I mean, David Lee Fincher with uh, Fight Club, Mm, cutting in those pictures of Tyler, and Mm. also cutting in in the character, cutting in porn into children's movies. It's a thing that's. It's. I'm sure it's been tried, but scientifically, there's no evidence of that it working. Yeah. Let's move more into some technical elements because this film. Very artistic. Absolutely. Like all of Kubrick's films, but this one felt the most coherent to me. Yeah, it's definitely... Well, I feel like what we talked about last week with The Shining, the plot structure of The Shining felt like a very, I guess, normal movie. But what I'm realizing now with Kubrick, with 2001, uh, which we'll get into next uh, next time, and with this movie and Full Metal Jacket, he likes to split his movie into parts. So, like, the the first half of this movie where Alex is basically a hoodlum going around messing with people, you know, getting up in the crime and stuff like that, compared to the second half of the movie, which is almost like a political drama out of nowhere, it takes a very hard swerve into that. Uh, it's just – he likes to split it and basically make two different films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or with 2001, he yeah. splits it like three four, times. Yeah, four, three. Because you start – but again, next week. Mm-hmm. We, can, we, get, we keep getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, yeah. So, the most interesting sh- shot to me mm. was when he was uh, breaking into the spinster's house. Yeah. And that f- whole fight scene with the sculpture of a dick. And, <laughs> Which, you know, it, as you that have. was very. I enjoyed the hypersexualized mm. motif of this movie Definitely. because with all this, it was still not a focus. No. It was. Even with all of these sexual imagery, he was still seen as a weirdo for having that mindset towards sex. Yeah. But probably the reason I bring this up is I guess this was just a matter of they didn't have a way to shoot this properly. Mm. But right at the end of that fight, when he's about to slam her in the face with it, it switches to... Graphic novels animation. Yeah, I noticed that. It never happens anywhere else in the movie except for that one moment, and I love it. Well, I think that really emphasizes how, like, violence is treated in this movie, where it's almost cartoonish. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, that whole fight with the rival gang in, like, the empty theater. Like, I loved the sound effects they use and everything. It's very cartoony. Yeah, I'm a, I have most of my background is in either acting or sound design, mm-hmm. and I loved that opening fight. Oh, yeah. They synced it up <laughs> so perfectly to the music, which is another Kubrick trait. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite, and I mentioned last week that there was a, and one of the iconic bits of this movie was improvised, and that was the rape scene. Really? Yes. The obviously the action oh. of the story was, of course, scripted. Yes, but he the Kubrick, yeah, Kubrick just told him, "Hey, make light of the situation, mm. be upbeat, and because to get that dissonance going." Yeah. His response: singing in the rain, <laughs> which became an important musical motif in the movie. So it was oh, – in one point, it was a very good acting experiment of mm. building in because that music is obviously a big part of Alex's mm. life. Absolutely. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a psycho. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? So. Damn. (laughs) I got dark. (laughs) This movie's dark. Fair enough. But in a good way. It's weird. I also. It's both dark and light, though, at the same time. It's the contrast. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I had really enjoyed the, the coming, the reintroduction of the old man. At first, mm. not recognizing Alex until he, he starts, starts singing. singing. And yet he still kept him around because mm. he valued his group's work against the government no. more than his own personal revenge. Also knowing that he was probably going to get to torture him yeah. for science's sake. And I'm wondering, were any of them expecting him to jump out the window? I believe that was their plan. Was for him to jump out the window because uh, in the the next shot when he's in the hospital, the papers they show for like flashes. It's like a failed experiment. A patient tries to kill himself due to failed experiment or something like that. Yeah. Something along those lines. So I think it was their plan all along was to get him to jump out the window. That or at least that's how I took it. That way that they could prove to the that the government attempt at controlling and improving someone's life. Cause them to try and end it. Yeah. And then, of course, as the government does, mm. they bring in their own people. They bring in their own spin. And they put their own spin on it. Yep. And they fix the problem mm-hmm. and prove, like, he's cured. Yeah. Cured. Do you think he was cured at the end of the movie? He, I believe that he was, that the work the government did mm. was undone. Really? So if. I, I, I believe it was because you have that last scene mm. of him having sex, which yes. that was that caused him to vomit earlier when they were showing the proof the proof of concept of him because they brought out the woman and he and in his narration he was like I wanted to yeah but I couldn't see the way I took that that whole scene in the hospital at the end there uh, I took it as I think physically he couldn't do anything. However, in mentally, um, he like completely, like, is still the same person he was at the beginning of the film. Okay, so what you're saying is the, op- the programming. Mm-hmm. That, and Here, oh, oops, like yeah. I'm not even I'm not I'm not saying that he wasn't the same person that he was at the beginning. Mm. That's the part. That's what I mean by oh, cured. Yeah. He went back to it. His yeah. was his version of saying that he was cured, being he was back to his old self. Yeah. That's the that's that's what I meant by being cured, mm. and I see what you I see what you're saying with that not physically able to do anything. Of course, at the end of the movie, he wasn't physically able to do much. Anything, because yeah. He was broken. Yeah. So it, it's another Kubrick thing of leaving it open ended. Make your own story out of it. I believe I remember was I was talking to someone. I believe the book gave a more definitive ending. Yes. It apparently like cut off an entire scene. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie. I've never read the book, but I have heard this as well. I'm curious what the difference is. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously a very Kubrick choice. Leave it open-ended. Make your own conclusions, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it's it's a very common trait, especially as we're getting to more modern stuff. While there is usually a closed narrative, yeah. there's still that whole make your own point. Yeah. Especially as we get to what's what might be postmodernism, might mm-hmm. be just late modern, you know. We're too we're too much in it to know. Yes. <laughs> so overall, one to five goldfish. Let's hear it. I'm gonna give this one I'm torn. It's either 
Uh, I'll give it a four. Four out of five again. Because, I, again, like I said, I don't think it's a perfect movie. I don't think there's really a perfect movie. But I think this is up there with The Shining as one of his best movies. I will I will agree with you there. This I Four out of five goldfish. Hmm. There's a couple things that could be worked on. Oh. Again, like trying to round out the narrative a bit more. And hmm. there's just a couple of little glitches every once in a while that you're like, huh. Basically, uh, and in my filmmaking training... The biggest thing you had to realize is if there's a chance that people might think it's a mistake, mm-hmm. you need to fix it. Absolutely. If you're doing it for a point, even if it's a subtle point, make sure it's loud enough to be heard. Yes. That's like throwing in a little subtle sound effect. If it's <laughs> barely on the edge of consciousness, Yeah. people are either going to miss it or, or take it as a mistake. Yeah. Like it's not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. That's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. And next week, we'll be talking about 2001, A Space Odyssey. Until then, I'm Kenny May. And I'm Alex Rieger. And we're still all locked up.